This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now with your hosts, Frank and Steve. It's the show you love, at least we hope you love it. As That's much right. as we love you, right? We love you, people. Welcome Wrench back. Nation. Of course, on the podcast anytime, and of course, uh, even replays on Saturday morning on radio stations. Yeah, we're growing, and uh, thanks to you guys, this is your hometown for car care culture. We take you on a journey. Car talk? A- yeah. Everything car. Yeah. Yeah, we are on Wrench Nation. Of course, you can always call us or text us at 480-655-8870. That's 480-655-8870. We always love to hear from you. Frank, how you been, man? Well, we're doing Wunderbar for those of you in Idaho, Utah, New York, or wherever you're at. You have snow on the ground possibilities. There's a lot of snow on the ground in my home state. Tons. While it's triple digits in the crazy Phoenician atmosphere. Yesterday, the first 100 degree of the year. Pretty crazy, I'll tell you that. It is. Bubbles, bubbles, yeah, exactly. The, the water's almost boiling. You could almost cook an egg on the sidewalk. Yeah, welcome back, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, if you're catching this on the podcast replay or perhaps, uh, you know, on another station, we got a few more stations out there that uh, distribute the show, and we thank you guys. We went on to Facebook and asked you guys a few questions. One of the biggest things, uh, you guys know on Tuesdays, we'll kind of do the show tease on Facebook, that sure. Rich Nation. Uh, but we asked the folks to post up their current build project. This is kind of the season. The current build, like a house like a, build? Or? No, this is Wrench Nation. Car we're, build? We're, we're talking cars, like, you know. Body build? A build. See, okay. when someone has a build going on. See, I've never heard of such a thing because I could never build a car. I would simply just buy it. In the vernacular of vehicles, we didn't say build a refrigerator. Right. We didn't say build a roof. We're talking about the love and joy. I've got a lot of relatives who've done that with a lot of different uh, of classic course, vehicles. Yep. Of course. In a, uh, and for some reason, Rich Nation is not loading up. Uh, here we go. Because I do want to give shout-outs to those uh, folks uh, that actually uh, chimed in. And- well, I'd like to say that this Saturday, we are at an incredible event. Yeah. The the mechanical and automotive and collision career fair we did over there at uh, LKQ. LKQ. Which over was in phenomenal. Phoenix. Very cool. P- people looking for, you know, the future, the future employees of the industries. Yeah, no doubt. That's yeah. a vibrant on the theme of uh, many in the industry. John Gardner, who has a uh, Velocity's Tech Garage. Yeah. We had Parts you know, Authority over there. He's a college professor, an automotive professor. We've talked to him, haven't we? And certainly Mr. Mike Untouchable Rowe. We're Mike. Oh, Mike. If yeah. you're listening. Uh, on the theme, I'm of- telling you, at Skills USA, if he's there this year, I have got to get to him and say, "You need to be on Wrench Nation with us." Well, he he just- needs to come and see Evit. I My- think where we where we play the, where we tape the show. Yeah, there's such a gold mine. If he here. saw this place, he would be like, "This is exactly what I'm talking about." Just know, Mr. Mike Rowe, we are here doing the good on the streets across the country. In the neighborhoods, Mr. Micro, if you know, we're connecting those great businesses with the skills of amazing, amazing, amazing. This song should be called the Micro Stroll. Maybe. That's pretty cool. I'm just saying, Mr. Micro, that we are in the pits, certified garages, dealerships, putting the connection, that bridge to some great, younger, talented, skilled individuals. So that was a job fair, and we'll be doing that again. 
Uh, Steve, of course, you've got a great announcement about the kids here at Evit winning gold, was it? Gold last year, last week at Skills USA, which, of course, we attended and broadcast live from last June. You have to decide if you want to come to Louisville again this year. We'll see what the itinerary. Yeah, in the end of June. But uh, uh, my high school and my adult students both won gold for the first time ever. That's a feel good. So now I'm taking two teams. Oh, snap. Out there. And we had some other winners here at Evit. We had uh, the HVAC students win. Yeah. The precision machining students win. Right. And the, oh, one thing as big as cybersecurity. That's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They won. It is. And cosmetology. In the vehicle technology space, no doubt about it. And 3D animation. Man, the list goes on and on. It does. It does. Mr. Mike Bro, we'll see you there uh, in Kentucky. Exactly. Most of you probably want to know that'd be the what interview of the year. What is yes. the drum roll? Drum roll. You got a drum roll on there now on the bottom. Oh gosh, we're moving drum up. Drum roll. The world. I know All I right. gave you your own. Alright. What is the show topic, people? <laughs> you gotta be patient with the drum roll. It just, I'm you know, bad. Get you. I'm not a, I'm like, been, I'm not patient. I, you gotta have a drum roll and has to roll. I would have been a bad board operator. What are we talking about today? Well, one of the things that gets a lot of you frustrated uh, amongst things that may be happening in your marriage or school or wherever it is you're having frustrations is how to communicate with your mechanic. Oh, now this is something that I can relate to. It's tough. Because I'm telling you, before I met you, Frank, and before I, I saw what a, just a, a lovey, soft guy you really are. All right, hang on. Let me get some. I got to get some. Uh, like, you got to get some really pretty music yeah. there. All right. Oh, there you go. perfect. Ah, uh, Frank, you know, before <laughs> I met you and joined the show Wrench Nation, I was pretty intimidated by those mechanics going in there because the problem is, Frank, when you go in and you really know nothing about your car you feel so intimidated from people who know so much more because you want to act like you understand your car but you don't well the last thing is consumers we're all consumers yeah i mean i walk into best buy and best buy i use as an example they're probably better than most as far as retail brick and mortar okay and i'm looking for a tv for the last three years i think best buy did a good job educating me and not trying to sell me on some bonus structured TV. Sure. Uh, and it's the same with like you walk into a garage or, hey, some dealerships, and you almost feel like, okay, I have a problem with my car. Are they taking advantage? Are they really looking out for my needs? And so today's show topic, people, and we'd love to communicate with you as we're talking about communicating with your mechanic. Those key things to completely avoid. We are also going to bring in Greg Buckley later on the show. We're going to talk about the valuable tips regarding a key portion of that process that falls apart. Yeah. And that is the estimate. How many, oh. how many times? Well, uh, it's going to be $500. And then you get a phone call at two o'clock. Yep. And it went up to 1100. Oh, well, you to find something possibly. I don't know. It we, can happen. Well, no, it shouldn't. There's oh. ways to dial that in. Okay. And that's what we're talking about. Tips on how to communicate with your mechanic or your service advisor, whether it be the dealer or your local garage area or mobile mechanic. And I am telling you, mobile mechanics, because there may not be as many processes there in communication. See, but I want to know, fail. too. I want to know, too, from people who've been burned. All right? Because I was burned in that communication I trusted someone who said that I lost a compressor on my truck 
and I, air compressor, air conditioning. Yeah, AC compressor. And then I, t- I literally took it to a teacher here at Evit who said, eh, that's not the compressor. Compressor's fine. He took this little the switch for it. He put it in and says, that's a $10 part. Yeah. And these guys told me I needed a new compressor. So they burned me, Frank. We are going to talk about yeah. ways to arm yourself up legitimately and in a respectful manner so that you don't have to experience that. You minimize that. And we're not talking about, well, check to see if they're BBB rated. Yep. We're not talking about the referral you got, because that's sometimes one of the better ways to find Yeah, but it's hard to trust when, they get, when you know they're going to put, they're not even going to put a compressor in there, because I know I'm such an idiot that I'm not going to know the difference that, between a new and an old compressor. So they're going to like, oh, yeah, we put a compressor in there, and that's dishonest. I'm, that's the, the minority. Of good garage of garages anyway. I, I think so. But we're we're gonna dial it in deeper and, I, right. and we're not gonna just talk about those those I mean those are extreme occasions. Yep. Uh we may not address all of the bait and switch. You sure. guys know most of you listening know yep. you can feel when you know there's sure. a certain Well I I, 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 I didn't pay for it. I figured it out. I all knew right. they were screwing me over. Because right. I, I was smart enough to know that if my compressor was gone, I was not gonna get anything cold out of there. And I still was getting cold. Anyway, right. we forgot to bring in Wally Cahill uh, and say we, hello. We didn't forget oh. because I have, uh, this is sort of the temporary, because in production, yeah. somewhere in Los Angeles, I think in Pasadena, they are producing Mr. Wally Cahill's spot. Wally <laughs> Cahill, how are you, buddy? Hey, man. You know what? It's hot. I, that's a, I seen you. You're wearing shorts today. Wally, it could be hotter. Quit whining. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wally, okay. there's people in New Jersey. That are listening to this laughing. We're Twenty-eight as we degrees. Speak. That's right. That's right. And they should be laughing at us because we're laughing at them. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. So uh, I figured we'd start this little show topic on ways that many of you listening, the only thing that you may have in your mind as chance as hope with dealing with a mechanic is the very root of describing. The problem. Now, before we play this tape, I want to say those of you that walk into the dealership or walk into the garage saying, hey, replace my catalytic converter because the code said so. Uh You're listening. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm not knocking a code pill, people. But if you've got a PO420, which is a catalyst efficiency fault, you cannot always say that it is a bad catalytic converter. There could be an upstream issue. It's running lean. It could be well, running lean. I think you want someone to look at it and not just tell them what's wrong. My point is this. You're not a We're not going to get into the, the sort of the testing side of things. You're going to go in and always remember, like going to a doctor, I'm going to give a symptom. My left kneecap hurts in the morning when I get out of bed. My car has a hesitation, gas mileage is off, and I smell something funny. Those are symptoms. Don't describe what you think it needs. Give the symptoms. We have a tape, and speaking of symptoms, Wally, we have this tape. Uh, comedian John Christ, I thought, did a pretty good job, and some of you may relate to how you're describing your car problems. Let's hit it. Hello, sir. What can we do for you? Hey, yeah, I'm trying to get an estimate on my car. Uh, it's just it's making a weird sound, like a more of a like you know like in Saving Private Ryan when the gun got jammed in that dirt bunker it's like you ever heard like a kitchen garbage disposal when you put like noodles in there it's like it's like dial up internet but like in a submarine 
Like every time I break, it's like it's like one of those like Latino radio stations. It's less of a like and it's more of like it's like a, like a miter saw, but like with a little bit of reverb. I don't even know what miter saw is. I'm telling you, he hits it. Every time I accelerate, it's like you know how the Under Armour slogan used to be like click clack. It's like that but in reverse, like clack click. Like when I'm going downhill and turning left when it's over 80 degrees. It's like this low pitched hum. It's like Ooh. when my left window is down and I'm turning right at a stoplight. It's like Thomas the train engine, but going down a hill. Sounds like the engine. That'll be $2 million. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Now that, that was, uh, of course, kudos to John uh, Christ, a comedian. He does explain it. Like, I mean, many of you have explained it that way. And if you did like that, mechanics, technicians, service advisors, they will love you because that was really descriptive. Now, the fact is, most of you are probably not getting that detail. So we're going to come back with tips. We got a little break for you. Uh, Wrench Nation Car Talk. You can call 480-655-8870. And uh, we'll take your car questions. We'll come back with more of how to communicate with your mechanic. Right here on Wrench Nation. Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. Home or vehicle have horrible odors and smells that will not go away? Cigarette smoke and pet odors? Having difficulty selling your house or vehicle because of a nasty odor problem? Eliminate, eradicate, obliterate, and exterminate those nasty home or vehicle odors for good. Odorzona. Set an appointment now, 602-845-8927. Great news! The Platinum Treatment. We treat one home or business and the vehicle is free. A $200 value. Call now, 602-845-8927, Odorzona, 602-845-8927, and give those odors a knockout punch for good. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Wally Cahill is here, too. He'll be joining us with a new car review coming up a little bit later. Wally, what car is it this week, by the way? Man, it is our first 2019, I like to call it a time machine, Infinity QX50. Oh, very nice. All right, that's coming up. Don't go anywhere. On the phone with us, we have Mark has a quick car question before we do the shout-outs. Mark, hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, what's your question? Yeah, I have a C320 2003 Benz that I can't. I can't let go of. I, I drove through the stock market crash and the real estate crash. Ah, wait a minute. You're connected to the European. It's that Deutsche speaking to you, isn't it, Mark? It could be, Frank. I mean, the, the, the car has a name, a nickname. It's called the Tank. It drove through the crash. and, and It made it. So you, you have a relationship. I love it. What, yeah. is the, what is the mileage on this one, Mark? I think... I think I stopped driving it at like 120. 
All right. That's well, not we, that bad, though. All right. So what's your question, Mark, on the C320 that is uh, sitting? Well, I, you know, first of all, do you, do you work on uh, Benzos or? Yeah, we uh, do. But we also have, uh, there's several garages out there. What comes to mind, uh, Huff's Automotive, which is right next door to our place, Desert Car Care Chandler, uh, they're really dialed in to the Mercedes. So if you're looking for ways to sort of slowly get it up and going, if it's been sitting, yeah. certainly they'll have to be a looky-loo in the fuel system, you know, depending on how long it's been right. sitting, and just kind of step-by-step to get it fired up. Let's look at data stream, make sure the onboard systems are working, right. and then game plan to budget what the priorities are. Obviously, you want to keep it safe. Uh, anything major mechanical may be addressed. Yeah. But start off with an inspection, and I, I feel really confident recommending Huff's Automotive. They're right next door to us there on Chandler okay. Dobson. Now, if you swing by... We got the best coffee on this side of the Mississippi, Mr. Mark, so you got to come and say hello. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. I want to give the car to my son when he hits 16, but the linkage, I'm not sure about the clutch linkage, if if that's repairable or not. So Do the x-ray. I'll, start I'll off with call. that inspection, uh, sort of a bird's eye view of what the whole thing looks like. Let's put the math on pen to paper, figure out, hey, is this worthy? Can we game plan this? And I think you'll be in a good direction, okay? Thank you, Frank. I appreciate you. You got it, brother. Later. Stay, stay Thank cool. You, stay Mark. cool. Got All it. right, got some shout outs today. Yeah, we do. I got to tell you that uh, you know car shows are, are slowly winding down here in uh, Phoenix, of course, Southern California. Uh, Fireball Tim every third Sunday out in Malibu, he does his thing out there. But we have a local uh, free wood fired pizza people. There's a happy hour mm, price pizza. drinks. You can bring your classic car. There's no charge. And that is at the patio at the Forum, 7,000-square-foot patio, full bar, live music, family fun. And they do that uh, Fridays. Of course, they have uh, April 13th Where's coming up. Where's the Forum? Scottsdale? The Forum, yeah. You know, the Forum is... Uh, the Forum shops, right? Well, not in Scottsdale, people. Here in Chandler. Oh, oh, Chandler, okay. It is 2301 South Stearman. That's Chandler. South of Jermaine, kind of west of Gilbert. Okay, um, yep, I know what it is. Yeah, and it's yep. a beautiful facility, a uh, very large patio, and people, free wood-fired pizza. So get out there to the patio at the Forum. Tell them Ranch Nation sent you, and uh, a wonderful place before we get a little too hot. I think they dive that out uh, sometime in uh, May, I think through May, and everyone goes dark in June. Um, you know, as far as car shows, people are, you know, it's hot out there. Sure. People. Yeah. So on this show topic, um, you know, we talked about how you could be describing uh, your symptoms. And, and I think that's key, guys. Right. So well, let's uh, bring in the wiser advisor, JB, from Bolt On Technology for both of us. Yeah. Hey, JB. Yo, guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me back. Of course. Out there in uh, Pennsylvania with Bolt On Technology. Uh, you're communicating now. Uh, this is the topic. We're trying to help folks identify ways to win their wallet and their time. Poor communication will reduce or increase that wallet spend as well as uh, uh, increase that time. So what do you got for a challenge question for us in this uh, regard to the topic, JB? Well, thanks, Frank, because we want to start out with the challenge question, and it's a true or false question. And it's also related to what we're talking about tonight, and the question is, your car is making a very loud and obvious noise that you want to get checked. Dropping off at your uh, dropping your car off with a well written description of noise is the best way to get it fixed. Okay. True or false. All right. So in a nutshell, it's a true and false. True or false. 
Mm, okay, so is it true or false? And the question again is, say one more time. Your car is making a very loud and obvious noise that you want to get checked. Okay. So drop, dropping off your car with a well-written description of the noise is the best way to get it fixed. True All right. or false? 480 We need a caller. We got a prize for that. But I tell you what, I want to add something to that. If if it's if it's true, good. If it's not, well, then what is the better way? 480-655-8870. Call us now, and uh, we got a forty dollars gift card, Visa gift card for you. All right. Yeah. So JB, on that to get uh, it right on that topic there of of sort of listing out some of the sounds, I figured we'd go through. Um, if you're not sure how to describe the sound, why don't we talk about one of the more infamous sounds and you've heard it a backfire if it sounds like a backfire let's get right to the basics that's going to be more of a loud bang that usually happens uh either at the engine or tailpipe uh two different things going on there if you have a backfire from the engine or the tailpipe have you experienced this jb these backfires let's talk about the engine if somebody's popping through that engine sort of popping and backfiring You've seen that in the garage over the years. Oh, definitely, Frank. I've seen that quite a few times. And uh, basically what happens is something in the ignition system or whatever is out of whack, and it's shooting off a spark plug at the wrong time or it's cross-firing, which means it's shooting off another spark plug at the wrong time, and their fuel is in there and the valve is open and it backfires out through the intake system, causing a horrible noise and a mess. So it's kind of regurgitating the wrong way, obviously, if it's <laughs> popping. Yeah, I mean, we can safely say that. I think people can uh, visualize that. Um, the lean popping, sort of lack of fuel pressure, where maybe there's an associated extended crank, definitely going to be poor running. When you go in, you can describe poor running, check engine light will be on, possibly flashing in terms of what JB said, uh, that flashing check engine light related to ignition. What comes to mind, JB, is that that Ford Expedition uh, motor where we've seen them come in the garage and it's shooting out spark plugs uh, because of what is a notorious pattern failure for those engines. And it'll sit there, it'll backfire in kind of a kind of noise. You do that really well, you know. I'm trying. (laughs) All right, so. Another term that, this term's been around for a while, and this would sort of describe the run-on of an engine when you shut the key off, and it still seems to be kind of running, and then, and and you may not see that a lot in the newer arena with direct injection. They've really dialed in uh, things like timing and and things like that, but if you have an older vehicle, uh, multi-port, I've seen this happen, certainly carbureted. And that is dieseling. And that is a car that just doesn't want to shut off. So you have to figure out what exactly is going on with it. And a lot of times what that means to you is some fuel getting in there when it shouldn't. Yeah, that dieseling isn't good. So maybe you have that symptom where you shut that key off and the engine seems to kind of still run it. It kind of be scary for you if you... And then it just kind of putters and teasel, you know, kind of diesels out. And it, it, it dieseling is because it may even have an associated knock to it. Uh, specifically, that's leftover fuel that's being burnt in that cylinder. So the temperature of the cylinder is actually igniting that. You know, the spark plug shut down. Hey, I'm shutting my key off. Ignition coils go to sleep or perhaps an old distributor. Uh, 
it, it's not distributing that ignition once it loses that 12 volts. But if that combustion chamber is kind of high in temperature, uh, could be related to timing, uh, could be related to just coolant system. If the engine's overheating, you can also cause that. So dieseling may be a description. All right, let's bring in Maria because she's got uh, supposedly JB's challenge question. She's got an answer. Hi, Maria. Hi. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Chandler. Good, Chandler, Arizona. Great, glad to hear have you on Wrench Nation today. All right, JB, repeat the question. Your car is making a very loud, obvious noise that you want to get checked. Okay. Dropping your car off with a well-written description of the noise is the best way to get it fixed, true or false. Ah, all right. Would, Maria, go I ahead. Would, sorry. I would say that's false. Oh, JB? Correct. Challenge. She's correct. correct. She is correct. Now, I, I got to say something. We got to wing you and uh, all kinds of stuff. Maria, that was rock star-like, but many listening right now heard a false statement to the fact that they're going to write down right. the descriptions of what's wrong with their car. Maria, what do you think? You sound pretty savvy. What's your thought on why that would be false? What could you do better is what you're saying, yeah? The only reason the only reason why we drop off the car is because we don't have time to wait. And so we don't know what the mechanic schedule is like. So they want us to drop off the car so they can check it out on their own time. But even if we waited, they would still have to drive our car around to figure out what's going on, even if we describe it, because they always think we don't know what's going on. Well, I think you'd want to add in the fact, though, if you could catch it doing what it's doing on video, that would be a big benefit. Well, I'm gonna let's keep Marie. We're gonna keep you on because I got to tell you what you gave a, a huge amount of information there, which was awesome. A, you said, "Hey, listen, Mister and Missus Mechanic, I've got to get to work." I don't have time. I want to tell you in a quick fashion that you can connect with my description, but I don't have time to write all this stuff down. Isn't that what you said? It's just inconvenient, correct? Correct. All right. Now, I have a tip on that. Okay. Would you pull out your phone and record it? I mean, of course, not driving. Let's say the engine was making a noise. You could record it on your phone. You know, I, it, yeah, I never thought of that, but I, yeah, I could record it on the phone if, if it was making a noise, but I... But many times, uh, whenever my car has made noises, it's never been on demand. And, and this is so true. And yep. we're going to talk about how to handle uh, communicating with a mechanic for those intermittents. Marie, you rock. That was awesome. Uh, we do have a $40 Visa gift card uh, coming your way. Hang on, and Bree will get your information, okay? Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to wrap it up with JB from Bolt-On Technology. Yeah, JB, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to pick up on the tone of what Marie talked about. She, boy, she said something really, really important, uh, the convenience. It's uh, you, mechanic, that you need to sort of figure out what's going on with my car. JB, thank you. We're going to bring you back next week. All right, guys. Thank you again. Thank you. Stay tuned. We're back. Wrench Nation diving into how to better communicate with your mechanic. Driving a Mercedes, a BMW, a Land Rover, boy, those are complicated automotive machines. Frank here with Wrench Nation. I've got to tell you about your trusted European car specialist, Matt Huff, and the Huff family of Huff's Automotive. Did you guys know that 
Matt Huff is one of the few Land Rover factory trained technicians in the country. That is powerful, people. There's no guesswork with Huff's Automotive, BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover. Head on over to Huff's Automotive. Give them a call. Tell them I sent you. 480-726-8900 off of Chandler and Dobson. Listen, you need precision work. You need the technicians that are certified and the technology to take care of your European car. Your trusted European car specialist with a Land Rover factory trained technician, Huff's Automotive, 480-726-8900, Huff's Automotive. Hey, Gilbert friends, when we talk about car repair, car care, getting all of your stuff done on your car, excellence, integrity, workmanship, those are large words. Well, I got to tell you, a little place on Cooper and Warner in Gilbert, the car shop, you've got to meet Chris Baldrin, the car shop. He is absolutely on top of his game. He's a certified technician has a certified set of mechanics working for you day in and day out there at the car shop. So if you're out in Gilbert, Warner, and Cooper, you've got to visit Chris Baldrin at the car shop. Friendly, knowledgeable, eager to take care of you with no funny business. So reach out to the car shop, 480-855-8000, 480-855-8000. The car shop, Warner off of Cooper. This is Reg Nation. Have you talked about the smell of some, now I don't want to gross any of the audience nope. out, but any of decaying rodents? Oh. oh. <laughs> listen, fresh fish smell from your vehicle could be a sign of very old antifreeze leaking. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation. Saturdays at 8 a.m. here on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Mr. Frank, my car is going clink, clunkety, clink, clunkety, clink, clink, clink. Ah, uh, trying to get on that YouTube, are you? You know what that is, Frank? It's going <laughs> clunk, clunkety, clunk, clunk. Well, some of you have a little bit of the clickety, clackety, yeah. clunkety, clunk, but... Uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, Wrench Nation Car Talk. We're talking about how to communicate effectively. Uh, one of the things that the last caller brought up, and I thought this was really, really, God, if we could fabric the thought process of most of you listening, convenience is huge. And sure. so she had mentioned something interesting. She said, hey, when I drop my car off, I don't have the time. And a lot of you may be saying, well, wait, what does that mean? No time. I mean, you're like, you go to the doctor, you'd have sure. no time to describe your problem. I think what she's really saying is when I call you to book an appointment, and I think this is a great tip. That's the time I want you listening. People are busy and right. I'm speaking, I'm speaking to you guys listening, uh, and, and sort of defending that, uh, mechanics and technicians and service advisors. They're in the business of information gathering. Yep. Remember, we always said this, fixing a car is easy. What is broken and did we actually fix it is the big deal. And in order to start effectively uh, with that process, it is communication. So to be respected, get my information. Now, we had mentioned, and a lot of you may have not, you know, oh, wow, yeah, I can record that on my phone. Of course, don't be a knucklehead while you're driving to get the horn. You know, I mean... Just use your judgment. We're not advocating the phone while you're driving. But if you have an undercarriage noise, certainly passengers can get in. And if you sort of hear that clicking when turning, you can get a phone out, and that's reasonable. 
uh, or you can just plainly describe that. Uh, most good technicians, garages, uh, dealers, independents, are going to start the process to create a transparent experience for you. Uh, and part of that we have to address is those intermittent problems. Yes, I know you've taken it in. They can't figure out what, what's wrong with my car. Every time they say, oh, it, it's starting every time. I have one in the garage right now. And my policy is I'm going to try to provide transportation because I know if I have a phantom, in other words, it's rarely happening, uh, light bulb flickers for five minutes and it works for a week. Right. Now, the light bulb flickering on your car is it stalled through an intersection one time. Now, that's that's dangerous stuff. So what you can communicate and please understand the process with your garage or dealer Phantom intermittent issues, you may want to summarize and say, hey, listen, I know you may need time, so you're taking out the guesswork. I don't want to throw parts and my money at the car or truck. What is your loaner policy or what's your rental policy? Now, in all fairness, before you start a business transaction, you know, you may be responsible for that. And quite frankly, I cannot sit here on this mic and tell you that, all places are going to give you a car before they even know what's wrong with it. But understand, you have to prepare for those intermittents, so you have to explain that, and that's very important. What I find, and this is a tip, folks, what I find is you may say, there's something wrong with my car, it stalls. Maybe you were really good and said, it stalls when it's cold in the morning. Sure, it that hasn't helps. Gotten, but you didn't say it's been happening for three months and it yeah. only did it. Four yeah. times. So those are important things to remember. Remember, because ultimately, guess what, guys? We're talking about saving time. Most good garages, they want to be productive. How well, many times do people come in and you cannot recreate what they say is going on? I'm going to put that number. What it's, percentage? I'm yeah. going to tell you right now. I'd put that number at 15%. Wow. Maybe even 20. Wow. What happens is, think about it. Not so much on the newer platforms, yeah. although it can happen on any platform. Here's the story. You have a car. You're a third-generation owner. It's got 130 to 150,000 miles. No one is really clear of the history of how well it's been taken care of. Sure. Now, a flashlight inspection for the first time in any garage or dealer will reveal some history. Most good automotive technicians all the things on the outside, though. Right, but you as a driver don't know. So when you go in explaining a problem... The technician, all they know is, okay, check engine lights on. Right. However, it's associated with this once-in-a-while phantom issue. Is the check engine light actually related to that? Right. So there's a lot of complexities, and I say when it comes to those complexities. Again, people, flickering light bulb only work. It does it once a week, but it's through that intersection that can be really scary. Sure. Know before you go in. I'm going to give them time with an intermittent. Now, it is uncomfortable, and that's why I say, I would say as a consumer, you can ask about a loaner policy. You can ask about, hey, a rental, but just know good practice there isn't, uh, isn't a given. Uh, just prepare an alternative. Well, I have so it can question. happen. I have yeah. another question for you. You know, the, you say the, co the code pull, right? You put up the, you hook up the machine, and the machine tells you some different things. I mean, I really don't understand that point, okay? Yeah. I mean, can it really tell you if everything's broken? No. Let no. me explain the code yeah. pull. And a lot of you will come in the garage, and 
the way you're describing things to the service advisor or even the, the technician mechanic is you're saying, hey, I got a code pull, and it was, we're going to use PO-128. Okay. Uh, which 90% of the time, and I said 90, not 100%, right. is a thermostat that is stuck wide open. That's a PO-128. Okay. Now, your printout, when you go to a parts house or maybe you got a code reader, says PO-128, thermostat circuit issue. Right. What I'm saying is data stream, data stream, data stream. What does that mean? A code pull. Think about this, people. I'm going to paint the picture. Here we go. I'm an EKG tech. I do an EKG. Sure. All I'm doing is hooking up equipment right. the way I should be hooking it up. You're right. I hook up a code reader to the data link connector. Yep. I'm performing that operation. I'm an EKG tech. I'm performing that procedure. I get a printout. Is the EKG tech responsible for the plan of attack? As a cardiologist. No. Well, a cardiologist should be, but not, not the tech. What does a cardiologist do? They data stream check. Sure. They're deciphering data. So I'm not knocking your code pull. Right. Everybody wants peace of mind. But I see more of you throwing parts at your car. And then you add, let's face it, a YouTube video that may not align up with what you got. Right. I get more and more people, especially on uh, Wrench Nation Facebook. We have a YouTube channel for the garage and I get folks, I replace this, I replace that, I replace all these things, and immediately what comes into mind is, oh my goodness. You wasted a lot of money, sir. Exactly. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Here's tip number three or four. When communicating with your advisor or your technician, it is perfectly fine to say, hey, I pulled a code, but here's my symptom. If you're going in with just a code and you're in the wrong hands, Guess what happens, people? I'm going to paint the picture. Hey, Joe, I code pull, throw in an upstream O2 sensor. They throw in an upstream O2 sensor. They didn't test uh, nothing. Nothing was tested. You pick up the car, the check engine lights off, because it will require a few key cycles before the computer can kind of register new data, and you come back, and that very fault is on. Now, who's to blame here? If you're in bad hands, the garage is going to say, well, uh, that's what you told us to do. We don't really care. That's not good business, people. And most good garages and dealers, look, you're the victim. You're drowning. We're not going to see you drown. We're going to make sure we're asking those right questions because at the end of the day, what do we want? Two things, Steve. Right. I want to fix your car. Yes. But I want a relationship. Sure. I want you to come and see me with your kids yep. and have a coffee. And maybe I've got an event going on on Just the Just like having listeners on this show. We That's want a relationship. That's what we're talking about. So we I want you here every week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I hope you guys can appreciate that. I know that was knee deep. And just respect that your time is really geared, uh, your time and your wallet, on how well you can describe the system and respect that process. Wally Cahill, we got an awesome new car review this week. What do we got cooking? Well, if you can't get your car fixed... You can always buy a new 2019 sure yeah. Infiniti QX50. Nice. That I like to call a time machine. Could I win one on the prices, right? Don't get in him. 2019, <laughs> in 2019. Oh, darn. You know, but but technology-wise, you're speaking of technology, this by far is the most technically advanced vehicle I have driven Ooh. in 10 years. Excited to hear about it. Yes. Um. Let me tell you, it'll do just about everything well. Okay. Meaning, 
it'll steer itself going down the road. Not recommended to let go of the steering wheel, but it will steer itself. But if, Lots- you, if you had to chop your phone... You'd have that option. Well, okay, well. so, so we're, we're not going to tell people to <laughs> no, do that. No, no, no. But I'm, at the same saying, time, no, if you that's... let go of the steering wheel, which I did, right. you know, at about 30 seconds, maybe 15 seconds, I couldn't quite tell, but after a short period of time, a little red alert light comes on right in front of you on the dash. It says, put your hands back on the steering wheel. If you ignore it, like I did, yeah. in about five more seconds, it starts an audible beep, beep, beep. I like this in case yep. people that fall asleep on the road. Oh, yes. That really yes. helps out a lot. Oh, yes, it yeah. does. Okay, so let's say you're a sound sleeper. Right. You slept through the beep, beep. Well, the beep, beep eventually turns into a solid beep. If you still don't wake up, all of a sudden it kills your cruise control. Oh, folks, I forgot to tell you, this doesn't work until you put it on cruise control. So that so, adaptive cruise control. Correct. Yes. Correct. So- you're now you're sound asleep. You didn't wake up for the beep. The thing kills your cruise control, decelerates, put the brakes on, and pulls to the right, all with cameras. ADAS says that's amazing. Those yes. driver awareness systems, because we don't think about it. Yes, we have drunk drivers, but we have drowsy driving going on. This sounds like a wonderful solution to that. Especially if you're driving over to L.A. or back and you've got yeah. about six hours of nothing but desert in yeah. front of you with oh, two I hate turns. That. Oh, yeah. Or else going through New Mexico is a nightmare. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. So, you know, the next technology that this thing has is the two-liter motor that's in there that has a variable compression ratio. And if you think about, and I don't want to go deep into this because we're on radio and we don't know how much people know, but imagine a cantilever at the bottom on your crankshaft where your connecting rod is hooked up so your piston actually goes a little bit further up the cylinder, thus taking it from an 8 to 1 compression ratio to a 14 to 1 compression ratio. You ask, why would we do this? <laughs> exactly. Well, I asked a lot about that. Yeah. Well, it's a 2-liter it's a motor that is turbocharged, but as we know, a turbocharger is like a hair dryer. So when you first start off... It isn't making a whole lot of air, so right. it's not making a lot of power. It goes to the 14 to 1 uh, compression ratio, thus giving you a little bit more bang for your buck. When does it, this happen, this variable compression? When you're accelerating? Yes. When, when, uh, imagine you stopped at a stoplight and you're getting ready to take off. So this is a 2-liter motor. This is a fairly decent-sized, mid-sized SUV that probably weighs, I don't know exactly, but I'm going to guess at about 4,000 pounds. So when you first take off, that little two-liter or two liter motor, four-cylinder motor is working pretty hard. Yeah. You stamp hard on the gas. This thing is like a top-fuel dragster, man. It takes off. Efficiency it, and power. We like those yes. two ingredients. Now, yeah. when you talk about efficiency and power, that leads me to miles per gallon. Oh. Well, guess what? EVIT here is a fine educational institution you can't change physics if you're going to be making 268 horsepower at 5600 rpm it takes a certain amount of fuel you know you sure. can't change that I, so I'm, we ended up only getting a combined mpg of 22.3 over two gallons or two tanks of gas but at the same time you got again, a lot yeah. yeah i mean when you look at the the efficiency and the power and how the suspension talk to us about that steering and suspension for the ride and feel they've come a long way with those 
you know, they really have. In fact, you know, it's kind of interesting because I step from one vehicle to the next week after week. Sure. And the active suspension, the ride in general, I'm not sure what, what kind of shocks they have on it or struts, but they've really done a good job. And if you go through a corner and say it leans a little bit, maybe you're taking that right hand turn a little bit too hard and the vehicle wants to like be top heavy and lean to the left, it corrects itself. It leans back. But I think what you're talking about is is really Infinity in general, uh, Lexus as well. They've come a long way with those engine mounts that are actually uh, computer managed. Yes, yes. This one has an active engine mount, if there is such a thing. you know. And I was trying to check it out as we were going down the road, but it was pretty hard to run along next to it with the hood open at that kind of speed. But it it actually counter, I I don't know if counterbalance is the right word. It takes the vibration. Yes. Uh, So like the knock sensor, we want to get technical on the car review, but uh, the knock sensor is picking up that signal. It's, yes. it's kind of a microphone, if you will. Right. And it picks that up and it actively. Well, it's like a noise canceling headphone. Yeah. There you go. That's Ho- probably the, you know, so if you have noise canceling headphones, you can't hear me. That's it. <laughs> All right. Who's a candidate? I ask you every week on these car, who would love this infinity? A family of four, possibly five. You know, cause there is a little bit of extra room in the back. It does have a 60-40 split rear seat. So if you're going to put the three people in the back seat, you don't want to be 60-40 splitting it, but it's got plenty of room behind there too. So a young family, uh, of three to four people, I would say one or two kids, you know, this is a perfect vehicle for road trips. This is a perfect vehicle for running around town. And I can't tell you again, how impressed I am with the acceleration of this thing with a CVT transmission that we normally don't like, you know, but this one, again, 2019, the technology is there. This one grabs it and goes. Where can we find this one? Okay, Coulter Infinity out on Superstition Springs in the U.S. 60 in Mesa, Arizona. You're not going to find a deal on the price. I, I tried. I tried real hard. But what you will find is a 1.9% financing rate for five years or 60, you know, 60 months. Or if you need to go to 72 months, you're going to get a 2.4% rate on that loan. So if, if you think of that, you know, you really want to get out there and buy one and you want a deal, Infinity, uh, Coulter Infinity out there off Superstition Springs definitely is someplace to go look. Yeah, while he shops it for you, he looks at everything and says, hey, where's the best price? He's not paid by any dealership to say that he just tries to find the best deal for you that was the uh 2019 infinity qx50 a lot of technology cutting edge at that corrective steering a very comfortable ride thank you mr wally cahill all right on the phone with us we've got greg buckley our blue hen of delaware good morning or good afternoon mr buckley hey what's going on guys how's everybody out there good good brother um you know i i uh I, I'm trying to convey to folks, you know, with the whole show topic, and, and we're hoping folks can get some good out of this, is how to communicate. Most folks will, hey, some of you may have said, you know what, I already know how to communicate. It's those of you that had excessive downtime or paid for something that wasn't fixed. This is what it's all about. And I want to get into the estimate side, Greg, um, mm-hmm. empowering folks to understand, all right, Frank, we went in there, we described it. I even had a recording. Now they've given me this estimate for, let's start, Greg, with the initial process. What can folks expect regarding any inspection or testing? What's the verbiage look like on an estimate that they're authorizing? 
Well, it'll be a, it, it should be a clear-cut and concise language and easy to read that what the actions are going to be before we make a repair, okay? And, and as for the estimate, what we're, going to, what we're going to charge you for for the initial inspection and analysis. All that should be clear. You know, uh, we have, uh, we're going to do this procedure, whether it's a charging system analysis or, a, you know, a code analysis or a fuel injection analysis, any type of one of those. Now, you could have different levels. It could be a level, let's say, you know, we use a level one or a level two. So, I mean, the idea the is that when folks are, are signing something, there should be a definite, regardless of you gave level one, level two, diagnostics, testing, analysis. Yeah. The point is they're only authorizing what they are paying at that time, correct? correct? And correct. that's the key correct. takeaway. Yes. Uh, a lot of folks yep. will get into a situation where they get a phone call. They got an S, you know, the S, the estimate portion was an inspection. And then they, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to get the phone call. What's wrong with the car? And for some reason, they said, you know, I don't want to fix it. They come back, and that original estimate to inject the car was like $200 more. Um, And so know that what you're signing is what you're authorizing. Um, That's correct. And and I think that's key. Hey, Greg, what's a a tip that we can give folks? Um, Let's role play uh, real quick. We only have a few minutes, but I think it's powerful because this is where it may fall apart for a lot of people. Uh, I came in, I gave you my symptoms, I described the symptoms, you said you were going to call me back, I authorized the estimate, let's say $100 to check the car out. Greg, Mm -hmm. you call me back, how does the call back to me sound like? And we've got about a minute, can you give what I should expect? Let's play this out, go. Okay, well, I say, Frank, thanks for letting us uh, work with your vehicle, here's what we found. Um, Hopefully you've received your digital inspection and with the reports on it. Um, but let's go over a couple of things. First off, all right, we did take, uh, we, we analyzed the vehicle. We looked at the fuel injection system. We noticed that you had a little bit of low fuel pressure, so we went through the whole system for you, including the fuel pump. Now, what we learned and what we can see, and you can see on your report, is that we have a failure in the fuel pump circuit. Primarily, we have a really weak fuel pump. And, Frank, what it's going to take to f- fix that fuel pump will be XYZ dollars. Okay, stop right there. You mm -hmm. gave me what a lot of dealers and garages train on, and that is, as a consumer, you want the original complaint concern taken care of. I came in, check engine light, maybe maybe it was a hard start, maybe it was a stall. You came back and said, fuel pressure, perhaps fuel volume, we need to replace the fuel pump. And then I'm going to say back to you, Greg... Will that fix my problem? And you say, mm-hmm. and we say, by all indications, Frank, that should take care of the problem. As you can see, we're we're going off of what the tests are showing us. And all right, so you're backing that up. Our, but in yeah, all fairness to the process, and I and, and I want to bring this up quick. We have a little bit of time. Those of you listening. You know, that is pretty much clear, cut, and dry. But you may all want the key. I think here is that you may want to ask. Greg, that's great. Um, are there possibilities for other faults you've tested to be conclusive? Mm-hmm. Am I planning to spend more money later? Because a lot of people don't want a 2 o'clock phone call. And by the way, we found this. Isn't right. that right? Well, you want to be as thorough as possible. You're absolutely correct. And in, in most cases, it, it can be a cut and dry. But, of course, age, mileage, and condition of the vehicle could 
put the consumer into a different area. You know, many times there's there's four, there could be two or three different um, areas to look at that are a concern. And with today's modern technology and modern vehicles, look, a wayward ground fault could be causing a, a rash of symptoms through everything. Right. So, so you're saying that you if, know, if pretty much they you're in a difficult situation, every step of the yeah. way, a good garage, a good advisor will be clear cut and dry about yeah, yeah, a this is a starting point. And uh, you mentioned digital inspection. We we certainly will give a shout out to Bolt On Technology that does mm-hmm. the you know that'll send a text message to you of a video or right. uh, pictures. Greg, I'm so sorry to wrap it up. We are tight Not on problem, time. Guys. You rock. Stay stay uh, stay warm. I guess out there in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, <still has> <laughs> Thanks, Buckley. Spring's coming or going, right? You know, yeah, it's been crazy. So. Rock on. Thank hey, you, Mr. Buckley. You, right, the Wrench Nation it. Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. All right, you guys have seen it. Perhaps you live uh, up in the Rocky Mountains or here in Arizona. Some of our lakes have these high cliffs. You'll see the goats. Oh, yeah. We'll see mountain goats. But yep. uh, fortunately, there was, uh, unfortunately, I should say, there was some goats hanging out on this bridge. And, you know, goats can crawl and climb on sure. little areas. But these goats were stuck for like 18 hours oh, no. on what was like a four to five inch beam. Uh-oh. They were just standing there, and people took notice, and they had to rescue along the 1,700-foot span bridge, 109 feet up in the air, yeah. these two poor little goats. And that's your Weird Automotive News. You can catch more of that on autoblog.com. Greg Rossa, uh, you catch his article there. That's your Weird Automotive News. And they had goat cheese and milk for the rest of their lives. you got to feel for these goats, man. you, you got to go. see the videos. Oh, my goodness. Another episode of Wrench Nation. Of course, you can always get Wrench Nation on the podcast. Every Sunday, it's uploaded everywhere you find podcasts. That's right. And please get on to Wrench Nation Facebook. You guys have been amazing. God, we're almost at 7,000 family members and wow. community. You guys rock. Uh, we're always there for your car care questions. And please give us a review on iTunes and thumbs up or thumbs down and your show topic ideas we welcome that and as i say every week be safe hug each other and never forget to hug them again this is wrench nation have you talked about the smell of some i don't want to gross any of the audience out but any of decaying rodents but listen fresh fish smell from your vehicle could be a sign of very old antifreeze leaking car talk car culture car tips car music all that is car ranch nation saturdays at 8 a.m here on independent talk 1100 kfnx